we'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for April 5th, 2021. And today I've got a, a ton to cover. Um, going to be getting into some information today that I've never gotten into before. And some very... Uh, Just insanely heavy-duty information regarding these prions, regarding this uh, CJD agenda that appears to be one of the chief agendas of the New World Order and how they're going to try to, and how they are taking out humanity. Um, I've been reporting on that subject increasingly as of late when I did the study on CJD, Kritzfeld-Jacob uh, disease, which is basically mad cow disease in humans, and how that in how in Papua New Guinea that was isolated in has pretty much where it probably started was there because of the cannibals, these cannibalistic um, Papua New Guinea tribes way out in the bush eating each other, and they and I'm not talking. They were actually eating the people that were dying, that did died. They were doing it as a form of actual respect. This is how messed up <clears throat> their religion is, was. Um, that's most likely where this originated. And I did a teaching on that. I'll give you the link to that later. I mean, I just did it last month. Um, if you key in Kuru or Prions... Uh, mad cow you should be able to find it pretty easy cannibalism but and then how that could potentially relate to this whole all this these things that they're doing with talking about the zombies now that's not me doing it that's the centers for disease control having whole web pages elaborate web pages on zombies and on all the different various aspects of that. I know it's it sounds just okay. What are you getting your information from? Where no, I'm talking that this is the CDC doing this. I, I gave you all the information in that teaching. It just seems to be that I keep getting more and more information where this is all coalescing and coming together, and there's this game plan and. Alex Jones just went over that SPARS document. And again, I'm not advocating Alex Jones, but the SPARS document is something that a lot of my listeners wanted me to look at. It's projecting this coming pandemic and how it's going to go down. And guess what? It's all about these prions, which are what actually cause the Mad Cow, the Critchfield-Jacob, or the variant CJD. The CJD is an abbreviation of the other which is basically Kuru. And I have a lot of my listeners, they've been emailing me, well, what do, what do we do about that? Now, I didn't think there was any real options on prions. Okay. I, I Well, I was wrong. I was wrong. And I'm getting a late start tonight, and I thought I was going to, oh, man, I'm finally going to get started. Like, you know, I like to get started, you know, usually the most I can hope for is around 5 p.m.-ish. On a Sunday. No, no. No. Then I got, I got, I went to Invive. <clears throat> and I went to the president of Invive and asked him about it. The the Prion. The Invive Silver. 
And he knew exactly. He had a whole big thing he wrote out. I'm going to read you what he wrote me. Okay. So you'll have that information. Uh, which, you know, could potentially be life-saving. Now, the Lord Jesus Christ is in control. Prayer, fasting, keeping your system, um, you know, your immune system in particular at a highly functioning level are always the basis for what I like to emphasize regarding that. But this is the, this is for if you had somebody come coming to you and, you know, they wanted to know what to do about it. They were in a bad situation. Like this this guy that uh, Deborah Tavares just interviewed last night. And it's, what's, what's it about? It's about this Critchfield Jacob disease, this prion disease, this variant CJD, that where they're infecting and these, they're infecting the big game. And well, really, I don't even, I think it would be big and, and small, but... Uh, the elk, the deer populations in North America, how they're being infected and how people are getting this basically human form mad cow disease from eating the elk and the um, deer and uh, those type of game animals. I mean, it's just, it's incomprehensible what's going on. So we're going to try to tie that together a little bit later. Um, first off, starting out, we're re rotating our prayers. We're back to the top. The first prayer, which is the praying, the current event prayer points. So this is the this is kind of the longer one. Um, <clears throat> and again, I always recommend doing like a Lord's the Lord's type prayer. Jesus says, "When you pray, pray this way." It's it's a pattern. It doesn't have to be whatever, but you're covering bases. And then putting on the full armor of God every day. And I like praying Psalm 64, something like that, some imprecatory prayer, some prayer of protection over you and your family because you will get on Satan's radar when you start praying this way. And not only that, wherever you're at, witches worldwide are praying against Christians, period. We're always coming against high-level cultists increasing more and more by the day as things get more wicked. There are more cultists on the planet putting curses or are trying to put curses and particularly on Christians because that's really their only real adversary good against evil type of thing so those are things good to good to do beforehand so I'm going to go ahead and just start us out in uh, the prayer here and Father God in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ we pray for the Lord Jesus Christ to expose and destroy the great reset agenda Lord God worldwide designed to bring in the world new world order lord according to your will and for the lord jesus christ to expose and destroy the covid 19 agenda worldwide and all of its big brother agendas like forced mask wearing dna defiling vaccinations with microchips and contact tracing and for the god's judgment and destruction to be upon the vaccine and the medical cartels and that operation warp speed would be annihilated exposed and destroyed and also lord regarding the body of christ we pray for strength endurance courage divine providence and guidance favor and the power to overcome all this wickedness that is increasing by the day uh, we pray for the eradication of cern and all other 30,000 plus particle colliders worldwide and the eradication of all d-wave quantum computers and for the eradication of every wicked portal or doorway 
these devices and all witchcraft taking place in the universe have opened and all dark matter that they have created would be destroyed and for the reversal of every mandela effect that has been produced and that every devil demon evil entity or fallen angel that has entered through these portals be bound up and cast into the abyss until which time they then be cast into the lake of fire and that no other evil entities can come to take their place against the wicked plans of the wicked current uh, American political administration for the fear of God to be upon both Democrats and Republicans and if they will not repent of their wickedness that God would hedge up their way with thorns and have them in total confusion and derision that they would turn on each other and devour one another and against every level of government that has been hijacked by by wickedness against the Chinese plans for overtaking America, against the groups like Black Lives Matter and Antifa who are working with the Chinese and George Soros to kill as many Christians and righteous people as possible, to bring in anarchy and ultimately get the UN troops on our on uh, the US streets and, and elsewhere, against any incoming asteroids or meteors that they might that might hit earth that they would be diverted to outer space for god's intervention regarding the second amendment and the disarmament gun confiscation situation developing in in the US and elsewhere. For God's intervention regarding the coming food and water shortages and the honeybee die-off worldwide. Against all UN troops already in America and elsewhere. For God's intervention regarding all weather warfare to destroy crop yields and create famine. For God's intervention regarding the wildfires caused by the directed energy weapons and all the wicked plans surrounding this to be destroyed. Sorry, I lost my place there. Uh, for def the defense, protection, and victory of all Christians worldwide, especially the persecuted, and also all targeted individuals worldwide, against all pandemic plagues worldwide, against the exploding GMO weaponized tick and mosquito populations everywhere, against the illegal alien terrorist embedded soldier caravans coming up through the U.S. southern border um, and through uh, elsewhere in Europe, for the stoppage and exposure of the Latin American, Chinese, Russian, and Muslim fifth column sleeper cell soldiers embedded in America and elsewhere. Against and for physical protection of our families and animals from the 5G and the 6G radiation and the thousands of satellites being launched sending intense microwave radiation over the entire earth. Specifically for God's judgment on these companies, SpaceX, OneWeb, T-Telesat, AST and Science, and OmniSpace. For all Christians to wake up and spread the gospel and push back against all their freedoms being taken away. Against the 501c3 clergy response teams being activated in America to betray and destroy Christians and that they would be exposed. Against the slaughter of Christians worldwide. Against all witchcraft being done worldwide to perpetuate and bring in more evil, death, and destruction. Against the internet kill switch implementation. Against the plans and wickedness of high-level politicians everywhere. Against the mandatory vaccinations being implemented and that the truth would come out about them against the wicked factions of the modern of modern medicine and the pharmaceutical and vaccine industry for the masses to get saved and have eyes to see ears to hear and hearts to receive the truth against the full implementation of the real id uh, act of 2020 against the south african genocide of whites for god to neutralize and stop the fukushima nuclear radiation contamination and nuclear radiation reactors breaking down worldwide against the big brother draconian changes taking place worldwide against further vote rigging 
in elections everywhere, for stoppage and exposure of the Muslim invasion of Europe, America, and Canada, for the eradication worldwide of all planned deep state and Muslim false flag events everywhere, for the eradication and exposure of all pedivore, pedo-predator, and all child sex trafficking networks worldwide, against the LGBTQ movement, against the normalization of all molestation and sexualization of teens, children, and babies, for the protection of all infants, children, teenagers, and adults caught in these evil networks, for the eradication of all adult and child pornography, bestiality pornography, and snuff film sources and businesses, for the Supreme Court to overturn Roe versus Wade, for the eradication of all abortion clinics and Planned Parenthood centers worldwide, and the stripping of all the powers of witchcraft from their owners and employees, for the eradication worldwide of all chemtrail programs, Nexrad Doppler ultrasound weather manipulation, NASA blast wave accelerators, against the wickedness being perpetuated by Hollywood, Netflix, Amazon, Google, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and all the tech giants and the dominant streaming content producers, against all non-human entities that walk among, defile, exploit, murder, or infiltrate humanity, against the pop culture, rock, rock and rap music industries, against the Vatican Pope and Catholicism, against the global banking cartels and the 13 families of the Illuminati, for all satanic ritual abuse and MK Ultra mind control victims, that they be delivered, saved, and protected from the satanic agenda that has been implemented against them, against the wicked factions of the public universities and public school systems. And Lord, for you to deactivate, neutralize, destroy, and purge any and all nanobots, nanoparticles, nanotech, microchip, uh, implants, uh, hydrogel and prions in our bodies, and to destroy and purge any and all wicked bacteria, viruses, candida, uh, and parasites in our bodies, and to deactivate, neutralize, destroy, and purge any and all wicked things that the globalist elite have gotten into our bodies. Okay, so I just, I added in there at the end um, about the prions, and um, that's something that I just added to the, the prayer, because I kind of did it on the fly. Uh, you're going to see why I'm talking about prions now, well, in a little bit, because we, I mentioned it at the start, it's something that we need to be made aware of, and it's something we need to add into our uh, our personal prayers, because it's just something that anybody that evidently, uh, according to, to the owner of Invive, if you've been vaccinated, you're going to be susceptible to these things, and they're spraying us with chemtrails all the time. And there's a lot of different ways they can actually introduce things into our bodies. So this is something that, you know, also when I talked uh, about the anointing oil, the, the supercharged like anointing oil that you can make where you just have olive oil. And I like to, you, you can go up online. There's different places that sell like biblical essential oil blends like the biblical essential oils they use like frankincense and myrrh and these types of things and i like to add a couple some drops to like maybe a whatever container of that and then um i just let mine sit in a bin with the king james bible playing through it 24 7 and uh that's what the um pete the deliverance minister in tasmania did for a long time and, and it was like when he dealt with the high level occultists they couldn't even cross the line where he was putting that stuff. It was like throwing battery acid on them. Now, he didn't even throw it on them. They just couldn't even cross the line where he had actually put this oil. And um, his oil actually turned, and he had it on there for years, but his oil actually turned red, like a reddish, pinkish color at one point. It just happened one day. So it's very, 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 very powerful stuff. 
I think that if you're doing that and you have that oil, and I'm not saying yours, mine's never turned that color, but um, that's neither here nor there. The fact is, is that I believe that if you're using that, you can anoint yourself with that oil daily if you like. I think it's 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 a, from a protective standpoint. You can anoint your your uh, your house, your doorways, your windows, um, the outside. Uh, you can do around the house or, or around your, wherever you're at around the property. Um, you can hit all corners all four corners of your car. These are these are things I've done for years, absolutely years, and that was why I put out that proactive thing the other day on the website on proactive things you can do against wickedness i mean it's a, just a whole ton of things you can do and it's things that i've learned over being a christian since 1994 things i've picked up on things i've 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 tucked away and i put it all in one format for you where you don't have to buy a book you don't have to buy anything it's just right there for you and it's not like reading a book because you can literally go through that the the last half of it is just most of it's on fasting the end but there's all these bullet points of things you can do at the beginning where if you're i mean it's it's it could only greatly and drastically help any christian in every aspect of their walk with god that's how i look at it and i'm trying to give you like one stop shopping to do, to cover as many bases as possible because satan is hitting us more ways than than I can imagine and that probably we even know and we need to be proactive about not only knowing his devices but about doing countering him and I do believe where the Bible talks about in Daniel where it says seal up the books until the end and you know uh, and that the full context of the verse Daniel 12 3 which is where you're, we're in the end times here okay Daniel 12 3 and they that be wise shall be shall shine as the brightness of the firmament and that's always, wisdom is something we always want to be pursuing. And the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. And the angel of the Lord encampeth around about them that fear him, meaning fear God, and delivereth them. So fear of the Lord, there's just so many blessings connected with it. So and they that shall be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. They and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. And I'll be honest, I'm selfish. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to turn as many Christians as possible to righteousness. And we should all be trying to pursue and do that because there's no downside to that. It's really not self-centered. I mean, it's just, you know, you you want, like the golden rule in the Bible, you know, as you would have men do unto you, do ye also unto them. Okay, that's the golden rule. Jesus said so um then it says but thou daniel shut up the words and seal the book even to the time of the end and many shall run to and fro and knowledge shall be increased and that's the day and time we're living in and there's knowledge out there that is evil and wicked and there's knowledge out there that is truth and i'm trying to put as much truth together as possible for my listeners so that they've if this is the only thing they go to once a week and i'm not i'm not a substitute for church i'm not a pastor i've never called all i call myself is a watchman but as far as just getting like current events and things of this nature from a watchman type of thing i'm trying to just do as much of that as i can for my listeners so that they'll be as equipped as possible to go into this wicked time that we're increasingly moving into 
So um, going back to the study here, uh, my listener, Mark, and he's doing another fasting and prayer session. I want to go ahead and just, you know, mention that as well. Uh, this one is scheduled for April 17th, 2021 at 7 p.m. I believe that's Eastern Standard Time. Uh, and then I'll just read this real quick. He said, can you share my latest scheduled live stream? I feel like we can really improve from last time, seeking God for more wisdom in what direction he would like us to pray. Here's the link. So I give you the link there. It's already up and running and has like a countdown. Uh, please join me in fasting and seeking the face of the Lord Jesus Christ, followed by a live stream prayer and fellowship through the power of his shed blood, death and resurrection. I'm planning on fasting for at least three days prior to this. Uh, join me if you can. If not, please plan on fasting for at least a day. Let us seek his face during the fast and contemplate what he would like us to pray for during the live stream. Important, if the stream does go down during the event like last time, I will start another on my channel. So he's kind of getting his sea legs regarding doing this whole pro I wouldn't have a clue on what to do on YouTube. I'd get kicked off so quick on YouTube. I, I knew that years ago. That's why I never really pursued any of that. Now, I've had a lot of listeners put my stuff up on YouTube, though. But I just never pursued it. I just don't have time. I just, just, just no way. I can only do kind of what I got to stay in my lane. You know, I just got to stay in my lane. I'm gonna go ahead and mention this because it is Ishtar. I'm, I'm sorry. I mean Easter. And um, I did a study a long time ago called Easter Ishtar Paganism Repackaged. Now I know that's not gonna sit right with a if any of my new listeners. That's gonna really not. They're not gonna like that too much. But just hear me out real quick. This is not long. Because uh, I'm just giving you the table of contents. In this teaching, we'll be focusing on the history of Easter, exploring its disturbing, undeniable pagan roots. To be objective, I have endeavored to garner input from not only Christian sources, but also Catholic and pagan sources as well. And as you will see, all three sides, Christian, pagan, and Catholic, okay, are in agreement as to Easter's pagan origin and history. So see... You can, somebody could be mad at me all day long, but if I've got every source that matters in the world agreeing on the origins of Easter, then your argument is not really with me, it's with history. Okay? We will explore exactly when the holiday, or this is where we get the word holy day, but unfortunately, these are pagan holy days. Easter, Christmas, uh, Valentine's Day, these types of things. Uh, are, are actually pagan holy days on the pagan occult calendar that we've covered many, many times. Uh, we will explore exactly when the holiday of Easter was incorporated into the Roman Catholic Church at the Council of Nicaea in 325 AD, whereby this practice then started to permeate leaven many other branches of Christianity. So in other words, you go back to the year 250 AD. There's no celebrating Easter in the Christian church. Then there, there wasn't paganism. You better believe it, okay? Um, but there, there would be there. You and I would have no argument. In other words, the the people that email me about flat Earth, I said, do you realize if we went back ten years ago, you're not arguing with me because you don't even know that theory existed. It's just a very new aberration, and now all of a sudden, we're, I'm just supposed to believe that we're on a flat piece of sod flying out in space. Now I did a gigantic teaching debunking that and you know it's pretty it's pretty simple but i mean 
that's just one of the things that we're, we're contending with now. Remember, we're in the greatest time of deception the world's ever known. So um, you can key in flat earth at contendingfortruth.com, not wanting to offend anybody, just saying, you know. Um, but uh, the, the parallel is, is, is if I were to go back to 250 AD, no Christian's going to argue with me that Easter's pagan. Okay, they're not. They're not gonna. They're not gonna argue. Why aren't we celebrating it in the church? Well, because it's a pagan holiday, and everybody knows that. That's why. Just like if I were to go back to um, two fifty A.D. and argue that Saturnalia, which is Christmas, okay, why isn't that being celebrated in the Christian church? Well, because it's a pagan holiday. Everybody knows that it was a pagan holiday before Jesus was ever here. Just like Easter was a pagan holiday before Jesus was ever here. No, it's not. It's the birth of Jesus. No, it's it's not. It's the birth of the sun god, Tammuz. Okay? That's what it was. Birth of the sun god, Tammuz. And what the Catholic Church did, just like they did with Easter, is they came and they Christianized a pagan holiday. They said, no, we'll change it to the birth of the son of God, Jesus Christ, on the 25th. And there's no way... That could be anyway, because if you look at when Jesus was born in the Bible, when the, like the shepherds were out in the field, there's just a lot of things that indicate there's no way it could have been in, in December 25th. Okay. It would have most likely been sometime September, early October. And there, it's, it's hard to be totally dogmatic. And that's probably by design on purpose in the Bible so that we wouldn't turn it into something like it's turned into. Catholic Church had a lot to do with that. They were trying to get the pagans... And the and the Christians that they 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 were trying to get them all amalgamated into one um, pseudo Christian religious cult, and this started around this time, 318, 325 A.D. Council of Nicaea, Catholic Church. This is when the formations of that started. Okay, so um, it's a brilliant satanic plan. I mean, it really is. And then it, what happens is is then you know traditions happen and then it gets it permeates and it permeates and it leavens and it leavens things and then you know now you got people in you know the 1900s or whatever thinking christian christmas or easter is this you know wonderful thing that's christian and it's not and it's never been the bible says if the foundations be destroyed what can the righteous do okay um proverbs 11 3 i believe anyway um if it's corrupt, if the foundation was corrupt from the beginning, and I would say if it was a pagan holiday where human sacrifice was occurring, that would qualify it as corrupt. How can a Christian take something back that they were doing and are doing human sacrifice? They're going to do human sacrifice tonight in Ishtar, okay? Or animal or whatever sect of paganism that they're, they're all about. Human sacrifice, same thing for, for Yule and, and Christmas, which originally was known as Saturnalia. Human sacrifice, raping of children was fine. It was all good and fine and dandy, cotton candy. You could do all that stuff, okay? Um, that's how these pagan holidays, and Satan's just, Satan just goes, uh, uh, kicks back in his, his, his satanic throne or whatever and just laughs his you-know-what off over Christians celebrating totally pagan occult holy days, there, but it's their holy days, that never had anything to do with Christianity, but were, quote, Christianized 
as a deception by the Catholic Church, and those are just two of the ones. Those are the, those are the two big ones, though, Christmas and Easter. And it's so easy to prove this. I don't care. Jesus is the reason for the season. No, he's not. Tammuz is the reason for the season. The sun god Tammuz. How could you take back something that was never yours? How could you Christianize a holiday where they where they participate in animal and human sacrifice and, and all kind of sexual orgies? I'm going to take it back for Christ. It was never yours to take back. It was never Christian ever. Jesus Christ told us not to even do this type of stuff. Galatians is a really good book to read if you believe that we're like supposed to like keep the Sabbath and observe all the Jewish holy days. The, Galatians says, oh foolish Galatians, who have bewitched you? You observe, you know, all these things that, that they were being basically rebuked for, okay? And like, I'm, I'm just going to Galatians 4. And this is talking about being under the law of, basically a lot of the christians back then wanted to go under the the jewish levitical law and again i've done whole teachings on this i don't really want to get into a gigantic thing on that um but now after you've known god or rather are known of god how turn ye again to the weak and beggarly elements whereunto ye desire again to be in bondage ye observe days and months and times and years i am afraid of you lest i bestowed upon you labor in vain and i believe this whole thing about you could look at ishtar and christmas and all this other stuff that all falls into that category you observe days and months and times and years and you could go into then the hebrew root stuff where they're observing all the jewish holidays and all that other stuff that goes along with that the never-ending never-ending attempt to try to like keep the law or some derivation of that which we were never commanded, especially if you were Gentile. I mean, I guess you 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 might be able to make a case where, well, I am 100% Jewish bloodline and, and this type of stuff, and there are certain things I feel like I, I should maybe keep. Okay, I'm not even going to, whatever, that's fine if you want to do that. Okay, but definitely not the Gentiles. And I'm not saying that any of those things, even if you were Jewish, would keep you saved or, or, or a part of your salvation process at all. I'm not going to, that's, that's, that would be a lie as well. So anyway, I've, again, just came Hebrew roots. I've done like 30 studies on it, probably all the different, various sundry aspects. I've done one on Sunday versus Sabbath. I've done one on the hexagram, um, done one on, well, all the various Hebrew root stuff. Um, you name it. I've pretty much done it when it comes to that. And at the time I probably took more heat on those teachings than I did on any other thing. Anyway, going back to this table of contents, it says that, um, a further note, we will prove how the date of Easter is always determined by the biblically forbidden practice of astrology. Did you know that? No, it's... Well, how does... And how its date changes every year as a result. Well, if it was the resurrection of Jesus Christ, if it was the true resurrection date of Jesus Christ, how could it ever change? Think about that one. Even Christmas doesn't do that. How could it change? Hmm. Because it's determined every year through astrology. It can it can vary almost almost a month 
between dates, depending on, I believe it's like the second Sunday after the pagan um, holiday of Ostara. I believe it's how they determine it. Okay. And that moves around because it's astrology. Okay. So it's not the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Just from that standpoint alone, you got to use a pagan holiday to determine the next pagan holiday, which is Easter, which is which is a derivation of the goddess Ishtar. That's where we get the word Easter from. And all the different traditions with the Easter bunny and the wicker baskets and all that other stuff, how all that plays into Ishtar. Okay? What is what is exactly does Easter bunnies and wicker baskets and chocolate bunnies and and um, all the other things like colored eggs and Lent and Ash Wednesday and hot cross buns and spring breaks and Easter hams and wicker baskets and Easter sunrise service and Mardi Gras. What does all that have to do with the resurrection of Jesus Christ? Well, we're going to look at that in this teaching. Now, I have to tell you, the original one I did, uh, and I apologize, the, it's it was like when I first started and the audio is not good. I mean, you can hear it fine. But compare, I, I I listened to like one of mine from uh, the other day, and then I went back and I'm like, oh, this is so bad. But I, I just I don't have the time, guys, to go back and and, and redo them all. There's too many. Uh, but it's you can hear it. It's it's okay. I'm, I'm, I do apologize though. Uh, I wish I would have known now what I know know now what um, I needed to know then regarding audio stuff. You know, not to say my audio is perfect now, but it's way way better than it was. Um. We will be looking at Easter's close uh, ties to the pagan goddess known as Ishtar and the specific associations and practices of Easter, like, and I just named them all, the Easter bunny, colored eggs, and all that stuff. Lastly, and this is so cool, we will explore why only the King James Version translates the Greek word Pascha as Easter, okay, instead of Passover, which is all, what all the other versions do. And a lot of people say, ah, see, see, the King James is bad, look, look. They, they, they translate that word Pascha to Easter. And that shows how pagan the King James. No, 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 no. They got it right on. They nailed it. They're the only one that did get it right, actually. And we will easily prove why that is the case in this teaching. And that was in Acts 12.4. There's a specific reason why the King James Version translates that one word, Easter, instead of Passover. Which is more proof of the superiority of the authorized King James Bible. And I give you the link to the study, or you can just key in Easter or Ishtar or whatever at, at contendingfortruth.com. Then I also did another one, which should be a much better audio, um, which probably isn't as extensive, but it's it's a it's a study um, I did on um, three four of uh, 2012, and in that we discuss Lent, Easter, Ishtar, and Ostara. The origins of Lent, Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday, Ash Wednesday. And Easter. These are all Catholic, which is proving what I'm telling you about the Catholics were the ones that originally did all this to begin with. And yet the whole Christian world is still under this deception. Orthodox, or, um, Protestant, whatever you want to call it, Baptist, doesn't matter what sect of Christianity, pretty much the whole realm of Christianity is totally still deceived and deluded about this to this very day. Easter sunrise service? Ooh, man, is that blasphemous. Ooh, you're worshiping the sun god. 
Just like they did in Ezekiel. I got into that in this teaching. Sun, sunrise, you're, you're, you're facing toward the sun. Do you realize that is high level paganism? No, it's the son of God. No, you could, you could say whatever you want, but that doesn't mean that's what it actually represents though. So anyway, I, I, I've got into this many, many, many times over the years and, um, it's so easy to prove. So anyway, we're going to talk about, oh, yeah, when is the Easter and then how Baptists unbiblically adopting Catholic holidays of Lent. <laughs> I remember I gave it up for Lent. I, I love saying that to people. I gave it up for Lent. Something just ridiculous, you know. I gave up air for Lent. Yeah, I, I went off air for a while. Yeah, it was tough to breathe, I, I admit. But it was worth it. It was worth it. You know, I was, I was, um, I was happy in the casket that I'd done it, you know. Anyway, uh, and then um, Houston pastor asks church members to get tattoos for Lent. Now, that's even better. Getting all tatted up for Lent. Now, there's no bigger sacrifice I, I think of anyone could make. Anyway, that's just one of the things I talked about. I give you both links there. Uh, I'm going to play this short video now from that, um, I think it's Isaiah guy. It's just not, not too long, but it's very good. These are just things. I like to give you some practical things during the teachings, not just all the current events. Um, how do demons get in you? Common ways demons enter people. And this is just really good knowledge about this type of subject. Welcome back to the channel. So today okay, sorry about that. I didn't have my speaker hooked up there. So today we're going to talk about how does someone even get a demon? People often think having a demon is a rare and only those in witchcraft can have demons. But in reality, 95% of the people we cast demons out of are normal, average, everyday people that somewhere in their life opened up a door. So before we jump into this, please do me a favor. Hit the like button, comment down below, and subscribe. We're live every Monday, Tuesday, and Friday at five o'clock. This will really help us guys. So the first thing you need to understand is for a demon to enter, it needs a doorway to get through. It needs a way to get in. Luke 11, 24 is fundamental when talking about how demons get in. And this is Jesus after being accused of being of the devil for casting out demons. Here's what he says. When an evil spirit leaves a person, it goes into the desert searching for rest. But when it finds none, it says, I will return to the house I left. So it returns and finds that its former house, this is the person, is all swept in an order. Then the spirit finds seven other spirits more evil than itself, and they all enter the person and live there. And so the person is worse off than before. So the Bible says... It leaves out of a door and it comes back in through a door. So you need to understand that demons are trying to get into you. This is their goal. These are spirits that have no body that are looking for a body to sin through. A demon of lust needs body parts to lust through. A demon of alcohol needs a mouth to drink through. A demon of rage needs someone's mouth to shout out of. So these spirits are craving a body. Demons hate being bodiless. So you need to make sure that you keep every door locked in your life so you're not giving the enemy room. The Bible says make no room for the devil. Make no provision for the enemy. Make no provision for the flesh. So don't make any room for him to dwell on the inside of you. Oftentimes when burglars break into cars, they do something called checking locks. So they don't just always break in violently, but they check to see what doors are open. 
The devil is very sneaky. He's always coming to check locks to see if there's any open doors to get into our life. Now, I need you to know I've been delivered of certain things and I know what I've been delivered of, so I make sure those doors stay locked. So if you know you've been delivered of something, keep those doors locked. Don't let the devil convince you to unlock a door. Remember God told Cain, sin is waiting at the door. It wants to destroy you. Don't open that door. So if you've been delivered of something, make sure you're not opening those doors. Nope. Now, I, I did deliverance the other night, self-deliverance, and um, I rotate certain things that I do. And it'd been a little bit longer than I wanted to. And I, I'm telling you, I, I was like, it's, it's crazy with this. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> this stuff works. Uh, I had done different discs on different subjects, okay, that I had ordered from this one ministry. And um, I got to this one. What I always do is I do the win whirly, just the first 10 minutes of it where he goes through all the preliminary stuff, the mass deliverance, before he gets into all the specific topics. I do that. I pray. I put on the full, full armor of God. I do the, the 10 minutes of win whirly, the mass deliverance. Just you can keep, you can find it on YouTube easy. I've actually recorded it on my computer where I kind of eliminated a couple things that are redundant or that maybe I don't need to do. And then I go right into these other deliverance things now the way when whirly had explained it before was that he does it every day he does deliverance every day you don't necessarily even have to have a door open a lot of the time it's just that what remember what i said to you about witches and warlocks and occultists that are increasing in number by the day putting out curses on christians in particular well it's like it's like just walking around you're going to pick up fleas and so I got to that witchcraft disc, okay? I I hadn't reacted off anything. I'd done like four or five of these discs, and I'm thinking, I don't, I, I said, I've hardly done any, I've yawned some or whatever. Man, I got to that witchcraft disc and started getting in, into all these different things that I think like witches were probably doing to me. I started dry heaving. I started coughing to the point where I thought I was going to rip muscles in my face. And I'm talking, it comes out of nowhere. It's not my imagination. At least that's what happens to me. doesn't happen to me like that every time. But, I mean, and when you're in, and then that went on for a while. And that one witchcraft, uh, it just covers a lot of, of bases from this one particular ministry. And, um, in fact, I'll, I'll go ahead and, and, and just so you guys know what, what that ministry is. Okay, the, the, the website is Doers. D-O-E-R-S, doersoftheword.org. It's Jesus' Lord Outreach Center. They're based out of Arizona. Anyway, they've got a ton of, of CDs you can order. They're so, they're so like low cost and cheap that I feel bad. I always give like, try to give like a lot more money than what they're actually charging. Um, but they've got like discs for like almost every subject. And... What I'll do is I'll do like three or four minutes of each one on different ones. And then if I'm not reacting, I'll go to the next one. I'll go to the next. And that's what I'd already done. Man, I got to that witchcraft one and he covers a lot. I mean, I couldn't believe how I started reacting. And I know, and I have got into this before, how I have had, you know, umpteen high-level covens trying to kill me kill me and taylor over the years trying to astral project in here all the the testimonies we've given on that so it's no wonder you know and that was really the only one i really reacted off that night 
you know and 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 um just so you know though there's other ways i believe that other reasons that you might need deliverance other than even having an open door um like i said these occultists that's their job they're dedicated to doing this they're dedicated to to putting curses on people and it's hard to 100 percent know how you might be being affected by all that because it's just you know it's not something with that there's this clear clear thing which shows us exactly what's going on in the spirit realm you know i understand you can say the bible i get that but it's just i like to err on the side of safety and when worley said that that he would do deliverance a little bit every day like if he was taking a shower or things like this and in in i mean it was like every day he was still getting rid of stuff because he was a gigantic target uh, as well doing what he did in ministry a common misconception when it comes to demons entering people is people always say you can get a demon from watching demons get cast out. That's wrong. You cannot get a demon from watching a demon get cast out. You cannot get a demon from casting out a demon. Now, I would have to say, though, on that point he just brought up, if you had a lot of open doors in your life, I don't see why a demon couldn't just get cast out and go into another person if they had the open door. I mean, this is not what they try to do anyway. I mean, when somebody dies and the demons go out of them, they're seeking to inhabit a body. And the body they're seeking to inhabit has to have doorways open to get in. So I wouldn't be so flippant about that part of it. I, I, I'm just saying, it's just something to think about. And you cannot get a demon from talking about deliverance or spiritual warfare. These are lies from the enemy to create that he's created so we don't do spiritual warfare. Demons can only come through open doors. So let's talk about four. We're going to go over these quick. We're not going to get exhaustive. We have a video, entire video, in over an hour and a half on this topic called Demon Portals on the channel. But let me give you this breakdown quickly here four major ways that demons enter in there's many other ways but let me give you some common ways number one is sinful acts or sinful habits this is the most common way demons enter people sometimes a single act of sin can be an open door and enough for a demon to come in but it's not usually the case and it's not a guarantee every time you sin a demon will come in but you do every time you sin give a demon an opportunity to come into you because remember they come in through doors sinful acts open up doors usually the way they come in is through an act turning into a habit or you start practicing sin first john 3 8 says whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil for the devil has been sinning from the beginning the reason the son of god appeared was to destroy the works of the devil so practicing means you do something over and over and you get good at it the point of practicing something is to get good at it so some of us have gotten really good at sinning and this is what makes the door open or this is what opens the door for a demon to come in now we need to be very very careful that we don't let sinful things become sinful habits because this is what makes us eligible for the devil to torment us or demons to come in now Isaiah you might say how do I know if I'm practicing sin because you're good at hiding it if you're good at hiding your sin you've gotten good at practicing it you've lost conviction as another, another sign you practice sin you don't feel bad anymore it doesn't even phase you when you sin you've lost that sting that you have when you have the Holy Spirit and the conviction of the Holy Spirit and when you start getting good at it you no longer have the conviction you no longer have that sting or that pain and you no longer you're just really good at hiding it. You no longer have that convicting power in your life. It's just easy for you to do the sin, clean it up, and then move on to the next thing. 
That's how you know you practice it. Now, when casting out demons, they'll often speak out of people saying, I came into them when they did this, or I came into them when they went there, or I came into them when they said this, or they watched this, or they acted a certain way. So yes, it's possible for a demon to come in through sinful acts or things people do that are sinful. Sometimes people will actually feel a demon come into them. I had an experience when I was, uh, before I was saved where I was driving in my car and I felt a demon next to me in my car and I felt like it came into me. I've also had experiences where I would stand in front of the mirror before I was saved and I felt like something was looking through my eyes. That was a demon inside of me that I actually felt inside of me. So you don't always feel when something enters you. On certain occasions you might, but usually they enter you without you feeling something because in the spiritual realm there's often no physical indications in the physical realm of something happening in the spiritual realm. Now, one way to tell is some people say, I did something and all of a sudden I'm having these crazy thoughts or I'm having desires I've never had or urges I've never had before. That can be a sign that a demon has entered you through a sinful act. Sexual acts are also a big open door for demons. Masturbation, fornication, pornography. And I would say pornography is probably the most single common way that demons get into people. Um, I one time dealt with a girl that had a spirit of suicide and the spirit came while she was writing a suicide note. Now, she told us she wasn't suicidal. She just always wanted to see what it felt like to write a suicide note and while writing it and she wasn't serious about it I guess that spirit of suicide came into her through her doing that act of writing the note so don't mess around writing suicide notes or doing sinful acts because these are open doors to demons I'll say another one is doing drugs major open door. Now drugs comes from the Greek word pharmakia, which means sorcery. So many times you hear people say, I heard God when I was on drugs. And you probably did, did hear God, but it wasn't the uppercase God, it was the lowercase God. Drugs are an open door to the spiritual realm. To It's a spiritual portal where demons can come in. The list of ex is exhaustive of sinful acts, but just know that sinful acts are an open way. Number two is entertainment. Now, I want you to know something. Most people spend six to eight hours a day being entertained. So we have so much access right now through this thing to movies and music and things that no generation has ever had through our smartphones. These have become open doors to demons. You might laugh and say, Isaiah, you're being too radical. It's not real. But I'm the one that has dealt with hundreds of deliverances of people that have gotten demons through entertainment. Think of the first five letters of the word entertainment. The first five letters are enter. And believe me, things can enter you through entertainment. Now, many of us are prisoners to our cell phone and it's no coincidence it's called a cell c-e-l-l -L, phone because this has become a cell and a prison cell or prison many people are prisoners to their phone so just know guys it's dangerous stuff be careful what you're listening to what you're watching you can definitely get demons from watching movies and listening to certain music. I've dealt with time and time again, I dealt with a girl that had a demon from the Wizard of Oz. And the demon was literally speaking in the characters. And she had told me as a kid she was obsessed with Wizard of Oz. And the demon came through that movie. Matthew 6.22 says, the eye, your eyes are a window for your body. When your eyes are good, you have all the light you need. So your eyes truly are the window to your soul. So be careful what you're letting in. Burglars don't just break in through front doors. They break in through windows. And demons will oftentimes come through your eyes and come through the windows. Music is also an open door. Now, many people believe Satan was in charge of music in heaven. Although the Bible doesn't make that explicitly clear, what's clear is Satan does use music today to further his agenda. Everyone knows when you hear a certain song, it'll take you back to a certain moment or to certain people that we were with. There's definitely power in music, so be careful what you're listening to. I hear many Christian leaders say it's okay to listen to worldly music. In my own theology, what I believe is there's a kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. There's no middle kingdom. So if it's not glorifying God, it's glorifying Satan. And I used to be obsessed with music, guys. When I got 
got saved, I deleted 40,000 songs off my iTunes because I understood the power of music. So I'm letting you know there's power in music. It's why 10,000 young people will gather and dance to the same beat for six hours and they call it trance music. Okay, there's power in music. Number three, main open door is occult practices. These are things like pledges, oaths, vows, ceremonies, horoscopes, enneagrams, fortune telling, tarot cards, voodoo, spirit guides, sorcery, seances, horror movies, necromancy, which is communicating with the dead, blood oath, vows, hypnosis, handwriting analysis, automatic writing, astrology, yoga, psychics, palm reading, Ouija boards, magic eight balls, levitation games, books of magic or related to the occult, Freemasons, Eastern Star, the Rainbow Girls, fraternities, sororities, these are all major open doors, these are all occult practices, and like I said guys, I've lost track, I've lost track of how many people I've dealt with that have demons from playing the Ouija board or from palm reading. It was all innocent, people say, I was just at the mall getting my uh, palm read. Okay, it doesn't matter if you're at the mall or if you're at Starbucks, guys, when you open the door to demons, demons will come through, and demons that you allow in willfully through occult practices are usually, what I've come to see, stronger than just normal average demons mm -hmm. so be careful when you're opening up the doors to demons and by the way my shirt was from Jenny Weaver thank you Jenny Weaver up and out awesome awesome love the deliverance clothing there okay also I'll say cursed items accursed items as well so cursed items are those with the purpose of being or those made with the purpose of invoking demons or use for witchcraft accursed items are items God has told you to get rid of that you refuse to let go of those are biblically what are a curse that's with an a accursed items number four and the last major way that I see demons come into people that I deal with is trauma or abuse oftentimes demons come into people because of not what they did but what was done to them and I know you're what you're saying it's not fair Friend, remove fair out of your vocabulary because fair doesn't exist in the devil's vocabulary. He doesn't play fair. A lot of times people get demons from abuse growing up, sexual abuse, mental abuse, emotional abuse, physical abuse are all open doors for demons to come through. I've had demons say I came in when her mom punched her, when her dad hit her, when somebody molested her or raped her. These are always demons can come into a person. Um, and when we do deliverance, we don't take people back. So I'm not going to take you back to when you were five or seven or eight. We take people forward. We break the legal right and we command the demons to leave. Some common demons that prey on children through abuse and whatnot are spirits of confusion, rejection, anger, fear, rebellion, loneliness, depression, suicide. These are all spirits that come through trauma and abuse. Some trauma doors I've seen demons come through personally are car accidents, near-death experiences, burglaries, sexual trauma, and violent experiences. So traumatic experiences and abuse, especially growing up, can definitely be open doors for demons. So guys, those were four major ways. The sinful practices is a major way. The occult practices, entertainment, and then the last one was trauma or abuse. These are major open doors. If you've been wondering how could I get demons or how do people get demons or what are open doors for demons, those are the four ways. If this video blessed you, please like, comment, and subscribe. And let me just pray a quick prayer of deliverance over you, Father. We just pray right now in the mighty name of Jesus that every door would be closed in Jesus' name. We command every door to be closed now. Every door that's unlocked Locked, that as demons are coming through in our lives as Jesus said they come in and out of our lives we shut that door in the name of Jesus and we say Satan you have no power you have no strength and you must leave in Jesus name father we thank you for your blood we thank you for your delivering power and we pray Lord that we would live demon proof lives that we would shut every door and we'd live and walk according to your word and that we would not make sin a thing that we practice so in Jesus name we pray amen God bless you guys I'll see you in the next video Okay, now what I'll be honest the first thing that came to my mind after i listened to this is i heard this and i'm not i'm, I'm just gonna play you the first minute
of this report that broke this week on Infowars by Owen Schroyer. It's shock report. Children in the Texas migrant camps, the, the illegal alien children, okay, that are coming over, are engaging in sexual activity. Now, this heavily relates to what you just heard. Because there's no greater way to put demons into somebody than to engage in illicit sexual behavior. Aleister Crowley bragged about that with what they would do with little boys and little girls. The, the, the great beast, the 666, okay, Aleister Crowley. Uh, the one all the modern day rock stars and stuff idolize. So from an occult standpoint and from a satanic standpoint, they know there's no greater way to implant devils and demons into a child than to engage in sexual activity with the child, which obviously is against the word of God. I'm not talking about a, 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 a biblically married husband and wife engaged. Of course, there are, there are limitations on that too. Um, see my teaching on biblical sexual prohibitions regarding that because there's a lot of things that, that could be going on in the bedroom that are could be demon infesting you as well. Things that you think that you might have license to do as a Christian and you actually don't because you're not educated. And it's very important you know that because if you're not, you're being destroyed for lack of knowledge. That's why the Bible talks about above all fleeing fornication and sexual sins because there's no other sin that is going to mess you up probably more than that one. I'm just going to play you the first bit. This is kind of adult, mature content here. So just like a minute, but this is is emphasizing in a gigantic way what we just heard from that Isaiah deliverance minister guy. Um, Telling us that the children are having are engaging in sexual acts with one another and brothers and sisters are engaging with sexual acts with one another and children are... Brothers and sisters. Incest. This is in these big facilities that they're bringing the children you know how they're the, the whole thing about children in cages and all this other stuff okay yes the biggest reason they're wanting to bring the children are for more um to sell them into child sex slavery for more sacrifice victims for more uh, uh so that they can uh terrorize them and then drink their blood when their adrenochrome levels are at their highest and all that other stuff i really truly believe that is that is the biggest reason why they're 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 having this explosion of these children across our borders that's the biggest reason most likely I, and i hate to say that but uh, i'm not going to sugarcoat it either basically masturbating and doing sexual acts which of course is a phenomenon uh very odd that this would be going on not normal behavior unless of course they're being subjected to molestation and rape and other sexual things on the journey. Now, we know that that's going Meaning on the journey from Central America, Mexico, they're, they're saying that, you know, at least 80% of the, of the females, both children, females, and the, and the women, and, and probably with the boys, too, are being raped on the journey. So they're being... See, here's the thing. I, I guess the reason I wanted to play this is nobody will ever talk about how well, wow, they're doing all this crazy sexual behavior they weren't doing, let's say, let's say they started a month ago. And let's say up to that point, let's just say for argument's sake, they were, um, and I'm not saying this is the case, but let's say that they were all virgins, okay? 
why on earth would all of a sudden these children that this is aberrant behavior even among adults to be doing this in public now they're doing it in public in these facilities and they're having to try to separate them if they weren't totally infested to the toenails with demons now because they were they were they had been had all this horrible sexual stuff done to them on the journey on the way up it's learned behavior the demons need inside them need to be fed and they get fed by doing this i'm going to i'm just going to be i mean rip rip the scab off the thing i'm not going to i'm not going to sugarcoat it that's the reason he's not going to give you a reason why this is happening other than well it's they're they're learning it and then we don't know why but they're it's demons it's devils that's why on but now it's just happening blatantly rampantly and the people inside the facilities have to have to separate these kids because they're reenacting what's been done to them on the trip with their brothers and sisters I mean, this is this is so diabolical. This is so heartbreaking that this is going on. So yes, uh, to no surprise, the, the kitty diddler, the molester in chief, Joe Biden's open border policy is facilitating child molestation. Yep, absolutely. Now that's a that's a, I give you the link to this video. Uh, shock report: Children in Texas migrants camp are engaging in sexual activity. It's about a 13 minute video. I'm not going to play any more than that. But I think you've got the gist of what we're talking about here and it heavily relates to what that guy just covered with the deliverance you know and i wasn't going to play that but i'm like yeah it so heavily relates to this though people need to understand that's that's like the main way the 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 main way where if you want to get demon infested as with the most hardcore demons as quickly as possible that's the main way to do it okay um and Satan's always wanting and seeking to defile innocence. That's that's his one of his number one priorities. Okay, that's why they vaccinate you right when you come out of your mom. Okay, all these you know, Hep B vaccines is the vaccine that that literally you know IV drug users and, and promiscuous people. Those are the ones at risk for that. They give it to him like the first day. Why why would that be if there wasn't some gigantic demonic component to these vaccines? That's why they want to do it. They're just trying to defile innocence uh, as quickly as possible. Um, then going to the next report, this is uh, Mike Adams put this out. We are seeing in a widely shared media report, and it's called Demons Materializing and Start of Epic War Against Humanity. We are seeing a widely shared media reports and surveillance photos of humanoid-shaped demons are now increasingly materializing as a run-up to Satan's war against humanity. And what he means by that is like the little NAS video I played you with the Nike shoes and the 666 and the pentagrams. He's calling those types humanoid-shaped demons, which it's true. I mean, it pretty much is true. Corporations like Nike are openly promoting Satan's shoes. I understand Nike's suing them or whatever. You, to me, all that is is window dressing, virtue signaling, because they're gonna use, they're gonna lose so much in market share if they don't flail and go nuts and act like we didn't know he was gonna do that. We're so against it. I don't buy it for one second. Nike, I've done tons of reports on them. They are a wicked, evil company. They were testing the waters, seeing what they could get away with. I understand it was a collaboration effort. 
with this other one but the fact remains is that that swoosh symbols on the side it's it's that Satan's wearing them in the video and don't tell me they they were like little Bo Peep and didn't know nothing about nothing. I don't believe it for one second. I've done tons of reports. Just key in Nike in the keyword search. I mean, it's 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 essentially a fallen angel was what Nike is. Okay, that's what that symbol, that's what the word means. It's the, uh, the, the goddess of uh, victory or whatever. Okay, which is a fallen angel. You know, couching itself as the goddess of victory. So, um, anyway, corporations like Nike are openly promoting Satan shoes that are covered in satanic imagery and claim to contain one drop of actual human blood. Hollywood and the music industry are doubling down on their open worship of Lucifer. And the Democrats are making sure that the open borders child sex trafficking remains in full operation so that a steady supply of children can be made available to them for child sacrifice and satanic rituals involving live blood and adrenochrome extraction. Now, see, so when you come to this ministry, you're going to get the unvarnished, most hardcore truth I can put out because I don't see any Bible for me sugarcoating stuff. I'm not getting into every gory detail of every single thing, but I'm going to make you aware of Satan's devices lest he get an advantage of you. And so you know how to pray against this stuff. You know what to pray because most ministries, they're not even going to touch anything like this with a 10-foot pole because it's like, we'll, 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 we'll lose people, we'll offend people, we'll whatever. Well, are, are we just to be destroyed for lack of knowledge and be ignorant of Satan's devices and, and not know how to pray against this stuff? Because if you don't know about it, you'll never pray against it. And lack of prayer and fasting against wickedness is one of the most gigantic, huge reasons why things are the way they are and why wickedness is totally taking over. Because the church isn't doing its job. It's yoked up with the government through their 501c3 tax-exempt corporate status. And they're on that same track to the one world religion under Antichrist. They're all on the same train via that corporate uh, thing. And and who knows how many people are, are in the FEMA clergy response teams. I think they're all coming out of the woodwork now. All the ones po uh, pushing the vaccines, guaranteed they got the memo saying, you better you better, better keep pushing these vaccines if you know it's good for you. We'll yank your 501. You won't be one of the ones that are saved when it gets really, really nasty. You better turn in your parishioners. You better keep spying on them for us. Because that's what you got to do if you're part of that FEMA clergy 501 response team. Key it in in the keyword search at contendingfortruth.com. Done tons of studies on it. Talk about, you know, selling your soul for a bowl of pottage. You know, like Esau did. Oh, anything I can do to escape it. Do you realize you're going to rot? and burn in hell and then get thrown into the lake of fire and your punishment pastor is going to be worse than than um a satanist would be because you knew the way of righteousness at one time you you, you at least you feigned you did and i'm not saying that because i'm perfect but i'm just saying these are guys that are under the guise of being christian ministers or women which there's no bible for that but christian ministers leading their flock straight to hellfire telling him to take the vaccines, telling him to go along with whatever the wicked government's telling him to do, even though it contradicts the word of God. All these wicked, evil things, not educating them about all the devices of Satan. Just letting them go their merry way. And they'll be turning them in, and they'll, they'll, they've probably already given all the whatever to them, all the intel that they need to have. It's pathetic. It, it, it's just beyond anything I can even comprehend. Um, 
then it goes on to say vaccine companies meanwhile are announcing the start of vaccine medical experiments on six-month-old infants using the vaccines made it with aborted human fetal tissue which is one way that satan worshipers are able to claim children for satan adding to the demonic assault on humanity netflix is about to ban all pro-christ films netflix and documentaries even while accelerating its schedule for rolling out witchcraft shows for children they just they just produced a cartoon where and i'm this is mature content i'm sorry but i, I mentioned this in the last study jesus was having a three-way with with um women and that was like one of the evil things that was going on in the cartoon yeah that's what netflix is putting out so here's the thing if you're giving them money um that's not a good thing is all i'm saying okay um anyway we are now living in full-on demonic luciferian assault against humanity and god and nothing is going to get better until christ's return in order to in order to survive we will have to well and this is from mike adams perspective and i'm not saying there's not any truth in this uh survive the total collapse of a complex society including the collapse of the power grid the internet the electronic financial systems and complex supply lines um remember jesus christ is always first we always rely on him first we go to him Okay, he's in control. He knows all this is happening. He can hide you in the cleft of the rock. Under the cover of, of his wings, you can take refuge until these calamities be overpassed, like the Bible says in Psalms. Okay, so that's what I like to try to emphasize that. Because we can get our eyes fixed on all this garbage coming and all these things, which I'm not saying we shouldn't be made aware of it, but we always want to ground ourselves in Jesus Christ, that he is our protector. And remember what I said too. Um, the angel of the Lord encampeth around about them that fear him, their God, and delivereth them. So those are promises in the Bible that you can quote back to God and remind him of that. Because it's showing him that you're exercising faith. And faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. And faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if you want to increase your faith, you just listen to the word of god or read the word of god more whatever however you can get it in you then the next point is survive all multiple vectors of weapons now being deployed against humanity including weaponized vaccines terrorist government operations censorship fluoride chemtrails pesticides and the fear-inducing journal terrorism from the corporate media then after the collapse of the infrastructure we will need to survive the zombie wave emanating from left-wing cities where the Satan worshiping unprepared masses will faint out. Now he's not calling them literal zombies, but he's he's saying they're zombie-like. And I get what he's saying here because it's probably going to be the case. The people that never prepped a day in their life that that were just and I don't mean they were relying on God for I mean they were just godless, never prepped a day in their life, did whatever the government tell told them to do, and then when things everything collapses the zombie wave emanating from the left-wing cities where the Satan-worshipping unprepared masses will fan out, looking for food and souls to consume as they wreak havoc and destruction across the land, a plague of human locusts. Okay. Again, I don't know how this is going to play out. This is one scenario, and I'll go ahead and mention it, but I'm not going to... I also don't want all my listeners wringing their hands, oh, we're going to go die and all this other stuff. No. Like I said, focusing on the Word of God in, in the Scriptures, in the promises of God. Then, most importantly, you need to be right with God before the final day of reckoning arrives. Otherwise, all your preparedness and survival efforts will come for nothing. Well, I'm glad he said that. I am. Um, so he did a whole podcast on this, and you can listen to that if you like. But I, I just really, those things that we just highlighted, I just wanted to mention them. 
Uh, then he did this one, and see, this shows me that. <laughs> I mean, I'm, Mike's getting more on track. Mike Adams, he, he he is getting more on track. He's not near as bad as he used to be, as far as God goes. From what I can see, I really believe it's like he's trying. So pray for him. Um, but oh uh, boy, then he did this one, and this was like either the day before or the day after he did the other, and it said be, and I say beware of this okay he's saying this is good i'm saying it's not good and i'm going to tell you why in a sec project looking glass reveals remember i'm here to show you the devices of satan and satan was the most subtle the serpent was the most subtle beast of the field and this is subtle this is this is subtle and this sounds like oh this sounds good this sounds wow you know well, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, that, that the, the fruit looked good and it, it was desirable and these types of things. Well, this kind of would fall along those lines. Project Looking Glass reveals the future timelines converging into a mass awakening and the defeat of evil. Okay. This is what I mean about gleaning from people. Okay. I glean a lot from Alex Jones still. Okay, but I, I have a fifth, probably a 60-page document warning about him at the same time, okay? I've warned about him over and over and over. I've got a document on Mike Adams, but it's not near as large. I don't think Mike Adams has... Um, um, I, I don't think Mike Adams has a malicious intent to him. Jones, I wouldn't put anything past him. Honestly, I, I, I hope that, that I'm wrong, but there's just been too many things that have been done in the past regarding Alex Jones for me to think that, um, you know, things aren't going to end well for him and uh, if you follow him. But some of the stuff he puts out is very, very cutting edge. Hey, when you've got that type of budget to do what they're doing and the reporters that they have, you know... You could you can do some very good things, and and I I hope that Alex you know really gets right with the Lord as well. I do. I don't I don't want to see anybody end up in hell, but he um I I feel like I, Mike is trying. You know he really is. So pray for him. Uh, in today's situation update podcast, we take a closer look at Project Looking Glass, which is a secret government program based on exotic alien technology that allows scientists to query the future and get answers in terms of probabilities and certain statistics okay um this stunning technology according to multiple whistleblowers whose videos are available at brideon.com reveal and he's got a link to it there reveal that all future timelines have converged into a single track with a single outcome and that outcome is one of awakening and ascension where god wins and evil is defeated now that okay sounds kind of good ascension ascension is a gigantic theme in the new age ascension is a gigantic theme in a lot of the sci-fi stuff that you'll see stargate atlantis uh stargate sgi which was actually literally sponsored by our own government department of defense um a lot of the the, the we're going to what is Satan uh, promise Eve in the garden? Well, ye shall be as gods. That's what ascension is all about. It's the same lie told to Eve in the Garden of Eden. 
The only way, the only kind of ascension that a Christian needs to strive for is ascension into heaven. When you're when you're a born again saved Christian and you die, <laughs> um, and you go to be with the Lord, absent from the body is to be present with the Lord, according to the Bible. Okay, that's the only kind of ascension we need to be striving for. But that is not the ascension of the new age. That the new agers think that well, we'll we're we're going to go into this, we're going to go out from the age of Pisces, which is what we're in now, where Jesus dominated, and we're going to go into the age of Aquarius, which is that song from I don't know the '60s or whatever, the dawning of the age of Aquarius. We're going to go from the old world order into the new world order, okay, where we will be as gods, and it's the same lie that the serpent told Eve in the Garden of Eden. It's the same satanic carrot that they're dangling out in front of humanity and this smacks very much of that okay awakening and ascension a very 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 similar theme to what the new to what the ascended masters are going to be are promising like Maitreya and saint germain and all of these other devil ascended masters lord ashtar all these other ones and i don't mean capital l Okay, there's a lot of different these ascended masters that I've talked about. Master Jesus, which is Esau Sananda Emmanuel, which is the fake knockoff Jesus that's going to come back in the end times and try to lead Christians astray. That's the type of thing that they would say. We're going to you're going to get awakened and you're going to get your third eye open and you're going to and you're going to set yourself up for ascension where you will be as gods. So I am extremely leery of Mike Adams posting something like this, some project looking glass that uses a secret government program based on exotic alien technology. And I'm supposed to think this is godly, but see, he's got such little discernment as let's call him a baby Christian. And I got messed up in a lot of garbage as baby, as a baby Christian too. Okay. Um, that, but see, the problem is he's got a lot of knowledge. He's a smart guy. So the problem there is guarding against pride. And that's hard to do when you're already a smart guy that has a multi-million dollar company that kind of already thought maybe he has it figured out. Now he's kind of understanding, no, this really is a battle of good and evil. And, and I, But see, there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. And the, and, the, and the remedy for all of this, to at least a certain extent, is humility before God and fear of God. Fear of God will produce humility. And, but you've got, you've got to seek out humility before God. You've got to ask him for the fear of God. And then God will lead you. And I, I mean, if there's anything good that this ministry's ever produced, I will attribute it directly to. If there's anything God's ever done through me, I should say, that's ever produced any good fruit from this ministry, I will attribute it to humility that God has produced that, and I don't want to even say in me because that, and that's, that's me saying I'm humble. And once you say you're humble, that you just ruined it all. You're not humble, okay? But God has humbled me in the past. And um, I have known the fear the fear of God. And, and I do think that when you're operating in those things, again, the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom, understanding, knowledge. You know, there's protection. There's all these blessings connected with it. So that he gives you those things when you do them. So with somebody like Mike, he's going to really need, especially because he's a smart guy. He's a problem. I'm sure he's rich and all this other stuff. He needs to be seeking those things. 
humility and fear of God in order to not get deceived in the end times, in order to not be part of the strong delusion. Because trust me, what this is, this project looking glass, this exotic alien technology that says it's going to bring us this, to this awakening and ascension, Man, I'm telling you, that is part of the strong delusion, if not the backbone of the strong delusion. That's the essence of the coming new world order, where we will be as gods. Same lie in the Garden of Eden. See how I'm, see how I'm trying to tie all this together for you? It's dangerous stuff to be messing with. Then he goes on to say, importantly, we have already passed the point of convergence in these timelines, meaning there's nothing that Satan, the deep state, and the demonic forces can do to stop the ultimate victory of good or evil. Now, listen... I, I agree with the biblical timeline of Revelation and Daniel and 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and Matthew 24 and all the other places in the Bible where it talks about the end times. And ultimately, in the, but Satan's going to have pretty much seven years where he's going to, I'm not going to say he's going to just totally have his way, but he's going to, he's going to be a, at least from a surface standpoint in a winning position. For, you know, I mean, I guess you could say, well, yeah, but what about when all the judgments start after the three and a half? Well, yeah, that's true. And that's going to be the, the start of his demise. True, true. Um, there, there's different arguments that you can make. I'm just saying we're not even into the tribulation yet. And he's acting like that's not going to happen. And he's, I just be really leery of this. Yes, we are on the winning team, but this doesn't, to me, when I read it, it does not smack that, oh, wow, this is what the Bible talked about. I mean, I guess if you were just looking at it from a very kind of like surface level, but I, I'm telling you guys, I've done enough studying of the new age. I've done enough studying of the new world order. And the Ascended Masters and all the alien stuff. And I mean, I've done the mega study. I mean, this smacks of that to me. Okay. Then he goes on to say, it doesn't mean that they won't try to cause as much pain, suffering, destruction as possible in their last remaining moves, but the final outcome is already preordained. Well, true. I'm not saying that God doesn't know the beginning from the end and it's preordained and that, that you know, all these things, but when you tell me you're getting this information not from the bible but from exotic alien technology and then you start talking about awakening and ascension which is a absolute total backbone of the coming new age new world order deception a age of aquarius deception then it's really tough for me to think what you're referencing here is biblical stuff I don't know. Call me wacky. Call me zany. Just don't call me late for dinner. Oh, sorry. A <laughs> little, little humor there. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't... Uh, so just be careful. There, <laughs> you've got, you, It's just landmine after landmine that, that you've got to deal with. And that's why I kind of try to have this ministry to hopefully... It's like a little safe haven. I mean, again, I'm going to call myself a pastor. I'm not a replacement for a pastor. Or anything like that but regarding end time current events i have been making that my focus for i would say a good 25 years now i wasn't in ministry the whole time but i'd say about 20 years i started putting out the newsletters and then for like the last 15 i would say more in a full-time ministerial component where i'm focusing in on this so i got a little bit to draw on here um 
anyway, I wanted to at least let you know about that. Be careful. Be careful there. Uh, then we have this, and I'm going I'm to try to pack in as much to this part one as I can. Gun grabbing left's religion is the mark of the beast control grid. U.S. Representative uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, a Republican out of Georgia, has claimed that Biden administration aims to force all Americans to have the COVID-19 vaccine passports and comparing it to the mark of the beast prophesied in the Bible. Now, it's not. We're not even in the tribulation yet. But, yes, is it very mark of the beast-like? Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's like that. There's certain aspects of it, but you're not going to take your vaccine in your right hand or your forehead. And we're not in the tribulation yet. Um, that's clear. The temple's not even rebuilt. The the we have Israel hasn't confirmed the covenant with many nations for a week. The Antichrist and false prophet haven't arisen. Um, there's all these different things that have to happen for us to get into the tribulation. World War Three, which is really what I believe is good. Now that could happen with this whole Ukraine and Soviet thing. That could be the start of that easily. Okay. But that, you know, remains to be seen. Um, then it goes on to say, or she goes on to say, they want to give, they want you to be required to have something called a COVID passport. Green said on money in a Facebook live stream. This would mandate your ability to travel, your ability to buy and sell. I asked the question earlier, is this something like Biden's Mark of the Beast? Because that is a really disturbing and not good. Now, listen, I don't have a problem her comparing it to the Mark of the Beast, as long as she's not saying it is. But yeah, it's very Mark of the Beast-like, sure. They're trying to make it more that way all the time, where take the kill shot or you can't participate in society in any way, shape, or form. I get I get what she's saying, and I kind of like, there's a certain part of me that likes the connection, because it's like, whoa, it's that bad? It's like Mark of the Beast-like? Ooh, I really don't want to mess with it. Just as long as you're still making the distinction that it's not. Anyway, she then said, I call it corporate communism. These are private corporations who thrive on capitalism, but yet they are adapting these communist policies just like the Democrats are. Now, I'm going to watch, this is a very brief little video here. We'll play on this, kind of give you a little more on this. So here he is, Marjorie Taylor Greene, the future of the Republican Party, voted in 75% of the vote on vaccine passports talking about Hillary's religion and Biden's religion being the mark of the beast. Call it what it is. Here it is. What should not be put over all of us is something called a, <laughs> a vaccine passport. A vaccine passport that Americans would be required to have in order to travel, to go to events, to buy and sell. Now, how are they wanting to push this on to Americans? They are talking to private companies, big corporations, big powerful corporations that will enforce these policies on you. Because you see, if Democrats pass this law, well then, what will all of us say? We will call them communist. We will call them fascist, right? These are the names we will call them. But if the companies do it, then it's a company policy and they're just saying, oh, this is to keep everyone safe. When you fly in the airplane, you need your vaccine passport. Oh, if you're going to come into the football game or the baseball game or the concert, you need your vaccine passport because we're trying to do a good job to keep everyone safe. This is what the Biden administration is trying to talk to these private companies into doing. Well, let's analyze that. You see, it's still 
the same thing. It's still fascism or communism, whatever you want to call it, but it's in it's coming from private companies. So I have a term for that. I call it corporate communism. These are private corporations who thrive on capitalism and have through the free market place here in America have become successful and and are doing well selling their goods, selling their services, selling their products. But yet they are adapting these communist policies just like the Democrats are and they are pushing them on us through their private companies. Bingo, bingo, ding, 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 ding. The globalists call it crony capitalism or corporate fascism, but the true term is corporate communism. Okay, so that that goes on for, that was just like the the intro. I'm just kind of giving you the cliff note, but that's another 18-minute video there. Uh, let's see here. Okay, I'm going to try to squeeze one more video in here. This is Biden. Now, we, we mentioned this already with the whole demon possession of the kids now, that they're being sexually molested in mass, and they're reenacting the stuff in the, in the uh, where their holding centers are. Uh, now, Biden's massive illegal immigrant pipeline exposed. This is just another short video. The mainstream media has been talking about a surge at the border. But the real story is a massive illegal immigration pipeline run by the Biden administration. We witnessed it running nonstop in McAllen, Texas. First, Border Patrol delivers busloads of illegal immigrants to a secured tent processing center on the corner of U.S. Business 83 and West 15th Street. We are told by sources well over a thousand each night in this area alone. And what we witnessed during the day certainly substantiates this number. We were told by a driver of their operation that they are being tested for COVID-19 at this processing center. They all leave with manila envelopes in hand. Those that do test positive for COVID are driven to one of the several hotels who have contracted with the federal government to act as COVID quarantine shelters, where they will quarantine for seven days before being released into the U.S. And the rest are either bust or walk down the street to the humanitarian respite center operated by Catholic charities of the Rio Grande Valley where they are brought in through the front door with their manila envelopes inspected. They are housed, given bags of clothing, and are then sent off through the back door to various U.S. cities via bus and airplane. It's a nonstop flowing pipeline. Those that take the bus are led across the street to the bus station, and the rest are given rides to the airport where they present Border Patrol and TSA with the paperwork inside their manila envelopes and set off to various U.S. cities where they are either meeting up with some other government agency, NGO, or perhaps even Mexican cartels operating within the U.S. It is the biggest illegal immigration smuggling operation in U.S. history, and it is being run by the federal government on behalf of the United Nations to destroy all American liberties yep. and put us under the boot for a thousand years. I used to, I, I've been saying this for years, and I used to have some, I guess, more my uh, listeners from Mexico or Latin America or Central America, and they would, they would, some of them were like rebuking me for going against this. I, I haven't got any of that more lately because it's so flagrant and obvious what is going on here 
I don't see how you could call this good, you know. For Infowars.com, this is Greg Reese. Okay, and that's all there for that. Uh, I wanted to at least kind of give you a little bit on that so you're aware of what is going on now. These are just some headlines relating to that. Flights from South Texas packed with illegals carrying these aid envelopes that, that he mentioned. Uh, invading illegal scene with envelopes loaded with cash at McAllen Air Airport. Um, U.S.-Mexico human... Your cash, that, that's your tax dollars at work there, okay? U.S.-Mexico, if you're in America at least, U.S.-Mexico human smugglers at the border earned $14 million a day in February. That's some serious coin. Then, foster, California foster parents asked to take in... 26 or more minors as unaccompanied uh, migrant children flood the border. And again, I, I believe a lot of these are for the sex trafficking and all the other garbage that we mentioned. Then cartel smugglers toss babies in the river uh, over border wall and violently gang rape kids. That's a, nut, that's a separate report than the one that we just played you, which was children in Texas migrant camps are engaging in sexual activity. Well, they're learning it on the way. Uh, and now I'm not saying that maybe where they were ever at, where they came from, they weren't having stuff, bad stuff done to them too. But I think a lot of it is really taking place on the journey. And then border crisis update, 80% of girls and women migrants are being raped. And that's what their estimates are. So a lot to pray about. That's all I have for part... Um, one here and we will go to part two next god bless you and see you in part two